Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Green Room Podcast. I'm Matthew Brune, and joining me once again is Colin Mitchell. Did you just say your own last name wrong? Bruni. You just said Brune. I swear to God, you just Brune. said Brune. You watch I might have rushed a little bit. I might yeah. have rushed a little bit. That might you, be should be, you should feel embarrassed. Honestly, I'm a little tired, Colin. I don't know how to... Put some caffeine in your system. Describe it. Yeah. Um, I don't know is if there Capri Suns. Capri Suns? I'm, I'm no? not sure. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> I would not you hope good. not? You don't need no. caffeine? No, I need caffeine. I mean, I have Red Bull in my fridge, but... I accidentally bought like I don't need the twelve ounce ones, man. I really don't. Like, They're too ounce, big. They're too big. Yeah, like I'm not gonna drink all that. I accidentally like, bought the four pack of twelve ounce ones. I was yeah. like, oh, that's too much. I feel like if you get once you get through like three quarters, like you get to the eight ounces of one, you're just the last four ounces. You're just like, I don't want this. You yeah, know, like the taste just isn't there. Yeah, no. So, um, yeah, I, I long long day, long long weekend. Um, but we're here Sunday afternoon. Sorry for. The late upload, obviously, we'd love to do this uh, earlier, but schedules get uh, conflicted and whatnot. Um, but North Texas, UTSA, Colin, let's let's talk about it. Let's Hold on, can we it. can we acknowledge something right here? My hat is disgusting. You see this? I just saw this. Look at this. The sweat marks? Do you wear that to you when you golf? Yeah, I do wear this when I well, golf. Then but why? I've never, I've never seen the, the sweat marks. You know what you need to do, or what I do after I play tennis? Uh, I just soak my hats in water every time. And a little bit of soap, mm-hmm. just every single time I play tennis. I made the mistake of my one of my white golf hats, and I I uh, got it. Uh, I washed it in the washer, and it ruined it. You should be okay if you wash it. You just can't dry it. No, I just washed it. It's like it was like cardboard. It was like a trucker no. style hat. I don't know. Yeah. I don't but know. yeah, that's a disgusting. So sorry, guys. Just take just it off. Take... I'm not. Go sure. change hats. I'm not gonna change hats. It's fine. It's fine. I, I didn't even notice it. Honestly, if it makes you feel better. Um, oh, I don't. I'm not. I don't care. It's just for people that notice. You know, I'm just letting you know. Like, I, I'm with you. Anyways, I'm with you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Colin is with you. All right. Uh, North Texas UTSA. Uh, UTSA wins 37 to 29 in Denton. Let me take a swig of Capri Sun real quick. Yeah, like a flask. Um, where do we start with this game? Um, I don't want to go think- too big picture yet. No, I think the the best thing to do would just talk about how good UTSA is. Okay. UTSA is a good team. UTSA is a good team. And their defense was pretty, pretty dominant, if we're being honest. North Texas had three touchdowns and um, two oh, – am I miscounting? No, yeah, three touchdowns, two field goals. Um, yes. Converted, uh, two-point conversion – how do we? Okay, I do think UTSA's defense is good. I think the thing that stood out to me at a bit outside of or that Memphis that I didn't really see against Memphis and Tulane is that whenever Chandler Rogers was going to like whenever you were like, oh, okay, this is a drive where he can really do something, he didn't. Rogers um, was un- more uncomfortable in this game than he was yes. at any point in the entire season, except when he came in the second half against uh, uh, FIU. Yes, this was the most. I don't want to say rattled. This was the most uncomfortable he's been. With that being said, um, he finished the game 20 of 38, uh, 272 yards, two touchdowns, two picks. The f- two interceptions, the first one was kind of fluky. first one was kind of fluky. I mean, it sure. bounced right into the, the arms of Moore. You're like, what did I just see? Like, Yeah. Whatever. The second one, I thought was, A, it was a massive, massive play because this would have given them a chance to be completely back in the game. Yeah. Um, 
and I thought they were going to do it. But B, I do think it it showed that he was a little uncomfortable, that he was maybe rushing things. He didn't see things as well. Maybe he didn't he didn't see the linebacker drop out. He didn't he wasn't seeing the field as well as he usually does. Yeah. And that was um apparent to me on the second interception. Now, if you look at the overall stats of this game, Colin, it's pretty funny. North Texas, 459 yards, UTSA 421. Yards per play, North Texas 6, UTSA 5.5. Um, third downs even, both were pretty even. North Texas 9-16, UTSA 8-16. Um, the difference is obviously the turnovers, right? So you have those, the two interceptions, and then you have the fumble. Yeah. Flat out, the Blair Conright fumble. It was, it was Conright, correct? Yes. Um, to start the game where he gets to the five-yard line and fumbles. that Those can't happen against a good team. And even though it felt the same as the other games, the Tulane and Memphis games, where it's like, all right, time to come back, all this stuff, it, it was more of, all right, now we have to be perfect in order to achieve this comeback. And right. I'm sorry, guys, but North Texas is a good team. I I actually don't think North Texas is a bad team this year. Like it was, it was Jordan I, Smart, by the way. I just tried. oh, it was okay. Thank you, Jordan Smart. Yep. I don't think North Texas is a bad team this year. I think over the last three weeks they have shown they can hang with the top teams in the American. I think that they are legitimately a, you know, middle of the pack American conference team. Yeah, uh, that can hold its own against the upper upper echelon, which is good. They're not getting blown out like they were in years past. The problem is the self-inflicted wounds, the inability to get off to good starts. Like those are things that good teams will beat you if you do that against them. So it's it's more of the same in that regard. But in a in a game where Chandler Rogers didn't feel like he played well, I mean, overall as an offense, it didn't. They weren't like bad. They moved the ball fairly well. Yeah. Um. It just time untimely mistakes again. I think I think the biggest thing for me was the feel of both teams. Obviously, you you named off the stats. Like if we're looking at them, and you didn't watch the game, you're like, oh yeah, North Texas looked really good. Um, but I think that UTSA didn't have didn't have to do anything. Like it looked like they didn't. They were yeah. never under pressure. They just kind of ran a play. I mean, 287 rushing yards. I think in the first half they averaged like nine yards a carry or something stupid yeah. like that. I don't remember what it was. But it. I mean, Frank Harris had 13 passes in the first uh, first half. And he only completed six of them, I think. And they were like, anytime he had the ball, he just rolled out, threw it away, and then they'd run it and they'd get 12 yards. So there was never a situation where I didn't think that UTSA, until the second half, in the first half, there was never, I never looked at both offenses and I was like, okay, these are the same. Because clearly yeah. North Texas was having to do something to, you know, get yards, whereas UTSA was kind of just walking down the they field. Were, North Texas was having to work a lot harder for its yards. Yes. Uh, UTSA, obviously, Barnes, Griffin, uh, Barnes ends the game averaging 8.1 yards per carry. Griffin, 6.5 yards per carry. Another mistake that I thought of off the top of my head just now was uh, before, right before the half when Frank Harris runs out of bounds and it's the late hit, which gives him 15 yards and the kick a field goal. Three points. Right. Not there. only that, allowing Frank Harris to run for – what was it like 35 yards or something like that yeah. in the first place when yeah. they're just trying so, to run the clock out exactly um the defense is still was still a problem in the first half but in the second half we saw flashes of what we saw against Tulane in Memphis where they buckled down and I still don't think this 
UTSA team is elite. I don't think Frank Harris is playing nearly at the caliber of which he played at the past two years. I don't think the receivers are nearly as good. Cephas has six for 69. The next closest was three for 19. Like this is a Frank, a UTSA team that in my opinion is not on the caliber of the other three teams uh, in the American with Memphis, Tulane and SMU. But if you, if you're North Texas, the frustrating part for this team and Eric Morris is it felt like more than the other three, two games so far, this game felt like the one where yes, UTSA moved the ball down your throats, but it felt like the one where you kind of gave him, gave them a leg up. And yeah. Not that started with Jordan Smart's fumble. Yeah. And not just, and it, not even in the sense of, wow, we came out slow and they scored through, you know, we're down 21 zero, blah, blah, blah. You were at the five yard line, fumbled the ball. You were driving down the field to potentially like, I think it was tie the game yeah, um, so. at some point, uh, throw an interception. Like you had gave them three points right before the half. That that's the frustrating part. And that's where it, for the first time, I think this year, I mean, if FIU is the exception, but FIU is always the exception. For the first time this year, it felt like last year where Austin Ani was throwing pick sixes and you had no shot because you're giving them points or you're yeah. giving them like an advantage. This time, it, this is the first time to me it felt like that. And it felt like they were pressing a little bit. I don't know. For me, it's just like, for me, I feel like the defense puts them in bad position every game. For sure. Like, I don't think it's like, like, obviously, when Austin Nani was playing, the defenses weren't great by any stretch of the imagination. But I don't think this was a game where I was looking at the offense. It was like the offense had to do something. And if picks happen because of it, it's going to like, that's what yeah. it is. Chandler Rogers has to get the ball out. If he doesn't, then nothing's going to happen anyways. Yeah. So I, th- I I still, although, yes, I agree with you that you can't have the the one pick that was obviously Chandler Rogers fault and then the fumble, especially the fumble. But the defense like just like not putting up any resistance in the first half what was the what was the scoring summary on that first or first quarter touchdown field goal for for UTSA in the first half it was touchdown field goal touchdown touchdown field goal well that's the first half yeah yeah, yeah the first, first half. half yeah and just it's just no it's, you just well, the demoralizing one to me was do. yeah the demoralizing one to me was after the fumble um UTSA went down uh only 72 yards and 12 plays and kicked a field goal. But still, that's a spot where you want the defense to be like, all right, we fumbled, but you're at the five. So just, you know, maybe give up one first down, but try to get off the field quickly and we can get the ball back on our own right. 40 or 35 right. and pick back up. And I think it's 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 indicative of how much this defense is trusted because Eric Morris did two things that no team with a with any confidence <laughs> in their defense would do, and that's go for it on fourth and 12 and run it and get it. And then two – is they were down, I think they were down, I can't remember exactly, I think they were down 21 or 22 or some weird score, and he went for two so that oh. if UTSA scored, it was still a two-possession two uh, It was game. still a two possession game. Yeah. But if you didn't get that two-point conversion, then the game's over. So you're gambling the game away in, yeah. two, in, in two situations where you're like, okay, this is kind of weird. It was, I believe it the, the score at that time I'll, I'll was 31 was 31 to 20 and they went for two to make it 31 22 um off the top of my head so that cut it to a nine point game yes and people were asking why they went for two yes um, that is what it was yeah I, th- I do think that's part of the reason and then also yeah but well, like if you, but if you trust your defense you don't have to do that you know what i mean yeah 
and um, it, like the the run on fourth and twelve was crazy because if Oscar, I don't know if you weird. saw that or not. I did. Okay, yeah. yeah. Oscar just like going forward didn't give have a camera. Oscar had a great game by the way. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Oscar was great. But yeah, he got hit like three yards into the play and then just kept going. Everybody just kept going. So I was like, okay, cool. Um, I, I yeah, defensively, as much as I do want to give them credit uh, in the second half for bowling up. You're right. I do. I do agree with you that I, I don't. I want to stop giving this defense credit for second half performances because you need to be able to perform when it's level and instead of playing when there's nothing to play for. Yes, the offense can come back, but the, the pressure is off the defense at that point when you're down 21 to whatever, and it's yeah. like, okay, we'll just go out there and play. You need to be able to perform when it's even. It can't be let's go down 15 points or 14 points or 21 points like against Tulane, and then we'll come back. Now we'll play defense. Now we'll actually get some stops. North or UTSA did not punt in the first half at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't care if we had a great second half. You're already playing down. What what was the halftime score? I don't remember off the top of my head. 27 13. You're already playing yeah. a, you're playing 27 13. So why play defense then instead of doing it in the first half? I need to see it in the first half. Because otherwise, you're always going to be playing from behind, and then you're going to have to have Chandler Rogers have to come back and do something crazy. And this week, he couldn't do it. Yeah, no, I agree. And uh, I mean, last week, Chandler Rogers had to throw 50 passes in order to yeah. bring you from behind because y'all gave up however many points. So I think you, I think you said it well. Honestly, I do. I think you said it well. Um, in the big, I mean, I don't have anything else specific to take away from this game. I just defensively i okay i do want to say this this loss to me while we wanted this to be a win and you know i still don't don't think utsa is a great team um i do think utsa's ability to run the ball on north texas um with an improved offensive line from last year which was awful last year but uh it's improved i um, frank harris inability to throw the ball I just think this North Texas coaching staff needs a year of getting more players in um, yes. up front. I mean, they've been pushed around a little bit too easy on the defensive front to to be nice. And that's probably the main thing is you can't, in a game where Frank Harris clearly was not going to beat you with his arm, you were unable to stop the run consistently uh, in the first half. And that was alarming to me. Like the defensive line, I thought got pushed around. Uh, there were plays where the running back would go six, seven yards without contact. Then he would get a one-on-one with the safety and make a miss and boom. And while I don't, I don't want to bail out the safeties or linebackers for missing tackles, but there's like no contact at any point until like five yards down the field on a lot of runs. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm interested to see if schematically if they ever change something going into next year. I know there's still a few games left, but if they come out in this three, three, five again, I just, you're going to need a lot better talent. You're going to need a lot bigger talent in order to run this, this uh, scheme. Yeah. It's extremely frustrating. And yesterday while I was tweeting the game, obviously people were, you know, fire Capone. Why is this like this? Blah, 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 blah. I am equally as frustrated, but again, I will give the year pass. Now, next year, again, next year, I want to reiterate to everybody, if the defense is not better, then there's going to be some problems. Oh, yeah. Um, but you got you got to figure out, the defense is clearly capable of doing something well. You need to be able to even that out over the course of a whole game. Yeah. I. 
And Eric Morris, you can tell how frustrated he is. I mean, with the con- inconsistencies and stuff. So yeah, um, it's not like he doesn't know or he doesn't see it. I mean, everybody sees it, but I don't know if this defense like. If if this defense doesn't give up 27 in the first half and gives up 21, and then let's say it gives up, you know, a touchdown third or something like that, I feel like if North Texas offense was only down at score going into the second half, it would just be a different feel. You know, it right. would just be a different Well, you're not playing you're not vibe. playing to try to make a big play every time. Exactly. You're not having to come back from multiple scores down every single half. So it's and then also you have the, in my opinion, I know I've said this before and it might sound like a cop out, but you take the gut punch of Tulane, you take the gut punch of Memphis, and now you're back at home against UTSA emotionally, you know, pulling off a third straight comeback of that caliber against a third straight good team. Yeah. That's not, that's not realistic. Yeah. It's I mean, I had them losing all four of these games in the stretch of death. So I'm not going to sit here and be like, yeah, they had to win the game. It's, yeah. it's, it's the way again, it's, it's just the watching the defense just flounder in the first half again is just awful. Now it'll be way more important to see how that looks against a Tulsa and a UAB, which they play uh, as last two games of the year. Yep. SMU. I think we both expect to just kind of win the game. Preston Stone's injured though. I think, I don't know oh, for how long. Out. Uh, he got injured against Rice. Yeah, I believe. North um, Texas is still the worst rush defense in the country, by the way. Five point six eight yards per carries allowed. Who's the second last? Appalachian State, five point five seven. Wow. A couple bowl teams a few years ago, Colin. If you remember that. Uh, oh, actually, I'm sorry. UMass, five point six two. There you go. Shout out UMass. I'm trying to see how long he's out. I think JT Daniels also rolling out that game. That's why I was getting confused. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Rice almost won. Shout out Rice. Rice is good. Rice is a good Rice, team. Rice is good. Um, so. Regardless, uh, S- so yeah, SMU almost lost to Rice. Tulsa lost to, I just looked a second ago, lost to Charlotte 33-26. Oh, man. That's and then uh, UAB won, I believe, 45-42 against FAU. Yep, 45-42 against FAU. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, they say FIU. I meant FAU. I don't. I don't know what I said. You said FAU. Uh, going forward, Bruni, what do you want to see against SMU? I guess. I mean, I know we're not doing a preview, but these next three games, what are you looking for? Need need to beat Tulsa and UAB. Those are the two. Mm. SM. If they keep it close with SMU, honestly. Let's say it's a three-point loss or a seven-point loss to SMU. I already said this year I'm taking moral victories. I am not above that. If you go through the stretch of death and all four losses are by single digits slash three of them by one possession, yeah, that's that's something Latrell never like that never happened under Seth Latrell. I want to reiterate that type of performance those comebacks those single possession losses against good teams hardly hardly happened we read his against the spread numbers right and for those who want to bring up individual games sure whatever set the trails against the spread numbers were awful he was covering like 30 percent of the time which shows you are significantly underachieving where vegas where the normal population where analytics where stats where all these things have you projected you were underachieving? That was under Seth Trail. This year, the Cal game is the Cal game. Yes, the FIU game is the FIU game. Those two are 
bad losses where they did not look competitive or they did not look good. Um, FIU was competitive, quote unquote, but that's an awful team. Um, since then, I don't I don't have the against the spread numbers in front of me, but I mean they have put up a fight against everybody, and they have been respectable doing it. So I mean that's that's a step in the right direction. I do I'm repeating myself from last week, but it is still a step in the right direction. Yeah, I completely agree. I agree with that. Um, Preston Stone, by the way, is was just out with a concussion, so he'll probably be back. Yeah. Um, I, I yeah, I don't expect I, SMU's very good right now. Um, so I don't have high expectations, but again, keep it close. See what happens in the fourth quarter. Maybe the defense doesn't give up thirty points in the first half, and I mean, give Chandler Rogers the ball and move, move out the way. Yep. Go catch it. All right. Uh, anything else before we wrap it up? Nope. Just the pick'em, Bruni, which I think oh, I lost a significant I amount. I forgot the pick'em. Here we are. Let's see. I should just pull up the photo, right? Yeah, pull it up. Here, let's see. Let me, let me get the stats up. Yeah, pull the stats up. All right. Here it is. Present. Share screen. Here it is. All right. Well, uh, I cannot believe I missed the first one. 13 and a half North Texas. All right, 13 and a half North Texas first half points. This was a bad beat for Colin, I think. I do think it was. It was uh, It was so. They were driving. Smart. You... North... Oh, yeah, smart, first of all. They should have scored a touchdown on that drive. Yeah. And then to end the half, North Texas goes down. It looks like there's like a minute left. They're on like the 30. I'm like, dang, they're going to go down and score. Mm-hmm. And um, they don't kick a field no. goal. And it's 13. And so there's one for Bruni, the under 13 and a half point Texas point. That's a great line, by the way. Um, UTSA, 5.3 yards per rush. I had the over. Colin had the under. Colin goes, o, Colin goes 0 for 2 on Bruni's yeah. lines. Uh, UTSA averaged 5.6 yards per rush. Um, still a little too close for comfort considering how easily they ran the ball. Um, yeah, it, yeah, it's actually kind of crazy. I thought that was going to be like an easy cover, but it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Frank Harris over under 243 passing yards wasn't even close. Or no, mm-hmm. was it? What do you know? He had 134. Yeah, 134. <laughs> um, I got that one wrong. I said over. That was bad. Two was one. Bad. So two one, and then UTSA turnovers. Colin said over. I said under zero. Correct. Yes, zero. Zero. Yeah. Almost had the muffed punt. Almost. Yes. Almost had the muff plant, which I was damn. Uh but anyways, I still would have won. So there's three one there. And then the final score, uh I had 35 37 North Texas. You had 38-27 North Texas. Or, uh, 38 27. All right, we can watch it. I mean we, we picked North Texas to win, so that's fine. You're right. We'll watch it. So three one. Um how's it feel to be back up two? Twenty two to twenty. Bruni leads. Thoughts? I mean, you're already wearing hats, so I think you're preparing yourself. Moving, moving, moving into these final three games, Bruni. Well, we have the bowl game too. Oh no, they're not gonna make There's a bowl no game. There's no bowl game, Bruni. There's no bowl game. Three games will decide it all. If you get up to a lead on this next one, it's it's probably over for me. It's probably over for me. <laughs> Don't say that. I'm it's scared. probably over for me. Terrified. Somebody, uh, I forgot who it was, but shout out to y'all um, who said uh, 
shaving your head uh, on this team is crazy. Yeah. We are crazy. On this season, yeah. On this season, like, where, like, everything's unpredictable and first-year coach, quarterback, blah, blah, blah. Um, but, yeah. I think this nice. SMU lines are going to be – they're going to be important. Very important. I might have to do do some research. I'm, I'm terrified. Um. All right. Real quick, Colin. How are we going to do basketball tomorrow? Or no, they play on Tuesday. Okay. Well, we can talk about it. I think we do it as an individual podcast. Probably Tuesday night, just after the game. Because I'm not going to have any LSU stuff or anything. So, Sure. We can do it right after that. Depends on if I'm busy at work or not, but sure. Oh, yeah, you work. Okay, we'll figure it out. All right, but yeah, North Texas versus Northern Iowa. Big game. Big, big game uh, in the Super Pit. So go out, support Ross Hodge and all the boys. Uh, for that one, uh, that would be a massive win to start off the year. Top 100 win, uh, what quad two win, I guess, into the home game. Um, yeah, so there uh, is there a spread? What's the spread? Colin, I I don't gamble. You know me. My phone's over there, but um, I don't know. It'd probably be like North Texas minus like three or something. If I had to guess, um, they are. Oh, ESPN doesn't have it, and I'm already on ESPN. Never mind. I'll figure it out later, dude. It doesn't really so matter. It's probably like three or four something. I guess. Now, the real question is, are we going to do a pick them for basketball? <laughs> Maybe conference. Maybe basketball will be our, like, subdued challenge, you know, like not as – No, it's got to be equally as – Rigorous. It's got to be boom Colin, or we're going to, like, kill ourselves every year going through two of these. What are we doing? I mean, we don't have to make it as permanent as going – I mean, it's, ball's not really permanent. It's just semi-permanent. It's permanent for like a month. You think your hair just grows back in a month? Well, it's not gonna be this long, but it'll be, it'll be something. I mean, it'll be like what this long in a month? No way, Colin. How Colin, I, okay, hold on, hold on. I get a zero. I get a zero, Colin. I get a zero. I get a zero. So this is what three weeks? Roughly? Does it really grow that fast? Inch and a half per month. This is three weeks. Inch and a half per month. Okay. How how long is this? Uh uh, that's probably I don't know. That's nah, like a half inch. It's like a half. Oh, inch. oh, hold on. Half inch per month. So there oh, you go. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. So yeah. So you you'd be about this long in a month. Yeah. That's not bad. Honestly, going bald is easy. Easy challenge, if that's it. <laughs> easy challenge. Colin's the one crying over here saying, "I'd rather." That is that is until my oh. hair doesn't grow back. Yeah, until Colin goes bald, and then he's has no hair left, and then we're then we're gonna look back on this moment and be like, "Yeah, totally shouldn't you. have done it." I offer. I say, "Hey, you can eat the hot chip." No, about, it's got to be equal. equal. I'm just saying, if you want to eat the hot chip and maybe like dump a bucket of ice on you, that would be even to me. Was this 2015? Yes, I have a video of me doing that challenge, and it's awful because I'm like, it's so got it's got to be feel awful. Yeah, you didn't do it. No, you I took you pictures of it. You didn't support the ALS challenge. I, I took pictures for a yearbook. Did you donate to ALS Foundation? I was you didn't. seventeen years old, eighteen years old. I didn't have money, so you didn't support the cause. All right, good, good to know <laughs> where Colin's priorities lie. Um, that's all we got for y'all today. Uh, we'll be back. Uh, we're gonna do a post game basketball ones. Our basketball ones will probably be short, like fifteen minutes or so, just to get them and get them out, uh, and then we'll preview. SMU, SMU, still hate SMU, but um, 
the overall record and whatnot is fairly lopsided. Um, however, I do think it is slightly skewed from the eighties. <laughs> Safeway Bowl. Safeway Bowl. Still need a new nickname. Yeah, like where's the nearest Safeway? I'm just saying. 2014, we have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. 7 and 2, SMU in the last 9. I mean, look, Oklahoma Oklahoma, Oklahoma State was, lop, was lopsided, right? Alabama-Auburn's lopsided. I mean, there's a lot of lopsided rivalries. Yeah. All right? SMU-TCU, right? TCU beats the brakes off of SMU every year, but they still call it a rivalry. Why is All it right? called the Safeway Bowl? Because there was like a Safeway grocery store? No, because the coach said we'll play them in the parking lot of a Safeway. Well, there's no Safeways in Dallas, okay? Colin, I don't. This I is don't this is this is what we're naming it. This is ridiculous. I agree. I've been on this for a long time. I've said they need to rename. There is Safeway. not a Safeway in Texas. SMU is going to try to um, steal this rivalry and shun us away, and I will not be shunned. All Can right. You hear what I just said? There is no Safeway yeah. in Texas. I don't know. They call it the Safeway Bowl. Well, now if we just rename the bowl something else, then the record's even, and then we can. Well, no, because SMU does not want to play North Texas ever again, and wants to go to the the ACC and get its brains beat in by North Carolina and Miami and Florida State mm, and whatnot. I forgot so, about that. Y'all have fun over there, going four and eight every year. Wow, say with chest. <laughs> I say it with my chest. SMU. <laughs> All right, I can't. All right, we'll save it. Save it, save it, save it. All right, uh, thank you all for joining us. Uh, Leave a like, comment, share, subscribe. I'm going to go take a nap. We'll talk to you all later.